This week on the Brody and Mo In Law Show. This past weekend, Arizona won <laughs> a football a football match. Now is the time for us as the alpha fathers to go back to those films and provide what should have happened. How have you not invented hot air balloons? Like, you've got like 10,000 peasants. Like, just start sending them up in the air. You're the one who counted this down. You couldn't have saved your cough for later. I literally hit record. I was the one who determined that this was the time to go ahead and do this. You're the executive producer of this. We don't go until you're ready. I told you, man. Posey's been incubating new strains of viruses and bacterium that I'm pretty sure haven't existed until now. And now only exist in my household and wreak havoc with the human system in a way that we have not seen. Really. I mean, we haven't seen a disease Quite like what I've I've experienced in many 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 years, <laughs> and and it's nice to know that we're all coming up to your place for Thanksgiving this year. That that makes us happy. Mm-hmm. By Thanksgiving, it'll all be gone, or we'll all be dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you're getting a bottle of bleach for Christmas. Yay! You're just gonna bleach your whole house. <laughs> That'll certainly do one of those two things for me, then, <laughs> won't it? <laughs> I guess that's fair. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the Brody and Mo In-Law Show, season, oh no, season three. three TBD. The, the, season three, is it, we've got to name this season. Season three. Frank Kaminsky. <laughs> welcome to season three, Frank Kaminsky. <laughs> the Tank. <laughs> Who I begrudgingly admit, Brody, has been carrying some weight. Oh man, dude, he's playing good, really good basketball. And it makes we are me breaking, sad. We are breaking Scott Schlittenhart's heart right now by saying that. I feel like we're breaking a lot of Arizona Wildcat basketball fan hearts when DeAndre Ayton goes out after having wanted a max contract and Frank Kaminsky comes in and has, frankly, no pun intended, been outplaying him. 31 points the other night, hitting threes. Yeah, he's playing good basketball, man. It's not a good look for DA who wants a max contract. No, not at all. It, uh, it's not a good look for Arizona sports to have Frank Kaminsky succeed at anything. Life. Right, right. Finances. Right. School. Basketball. Uh, uh, romantic endeavors. Anything. Like, I you, don't you want You know him. his romantic endeavors? <laughs> well, I, I, whatever they are, he's probably good at them because he's annoyingly good at everything, and I can't stand him. It's bad for us Wildcat fans. True. You are right. You are right about that. That's fair. But do you know what is good... Yeah. It, well, let me preface this. I, is it good, Brody? Is it good that this past weekend Arizona won <laughs> a football a football match on the scoreboard? We officially had more points than the other team when the clock struck zero. So we did win. So that is a good thing. The bad thing is, is Number one, we should not have won that football game, first and foremost. If you watched any bit of that, 
you first of all, I apologize if you had to watch any of that. It was rough. It, it was, was so rough. bad. I had to watch it for my job on this podcast. That's why I watched it. <laughs> uh, but it, they should not have won. They should not have won that game. I mean, we were talking about it before. Like they should have had. There was at least two of that off the top of my head. At least two open field uh, blunders by Cal that should have led to points. I mean. I don't even know. They should not have won that game. I don't know. And as you put it, the most Cal is like the most decimated team in the history of sports, possibly this year with just their, they just caught the COVID bug, you know, and that just feels bad for all those players that couldn't play. But because if they have a full team, there's no way Arizona comes close in that game. No not way. Not a chance. Not no a, way. Not a chance. Not a chance. But I think, Mo, that one thing we talked about and about this, that really why we did not win was how we acted after the game. Did we win the Super Bowl? Like you would have thought we won the Super Bowl, Mo. The the enduring image from the end of that game is Jedfish fists it raised in the oh. air triumphantly like Rocky Balboa coming down the steps in Philadelphia. Gatorade bath, the sun shining on his head, his adoring team surrounding him smiling and cheering. Look like and they rushed the field. And they rush the field. Oh, my gosh. there is a there is a part of there is a very small part of me that gets this. You're you you're on a twenty game losing streak. Any any time you see at the end of the game that that scoreboard shows you've won there, and you're on a twenty game losing streak, you've got to feel some modicum of positivity. But that's what you have to display too, right? Like you can't go out there. And pretend like you said that you've you've accomplished winning something of any real merit. You beat a Cal team that was missing twenty four players and three coaches. Right. And right. and you you <laughs> did you win that game by any merit of your own, or was it a congratulations on your victory by disqualification? I, I thought mean, that a lot. I thought about the Globo Gym Purple Cobras a lot during that football <laughs> game. I mean, it's like I don't. They should not have won. Like, they should not have won the game. Like, yay, they did, but they really should not. And it really negates the awesomeness that is rushing the field yeah. <laughs> and and getting a Gatorade bath. Like, do we just give that to everything now? And you're just going to come out and get slaughtered again this weekend by Utah. Nothing has changed. Yeah, yeah. Except for the fact that we have to keep Jed Fish for another week. I thought this week would be the one we got rid of him, but we can't fire him after he won a game. And got a Gatorade bath and rushed the field. Wouldn't that be a great time to have actually fired him? Oh, man. That would have been... I would have rushed the field for that. You did it, <laughs> I would have definitely rolled out. If I can pick a positive... Yes, please. ...from that game, Will Plummer's a tough dude. Yeah, that he is was, true. He was bleeding he gets... profusely from his hand and didn't want to come out of the game. He went I to the got... tent twice and came back. I give him... He gets mad props. Mad, mad props. He's He is very tough. He is a very tough quarterback. He there is good. a part of me that thinks he could, if he plays the way he played at USC, with confidence, seeing the ball down the field, he has no touch whatsoever, but man, can he sling it 100 miles an yeah. hour. If he could play like that, and if they could actually design some route concepts for him where they don't have to put touch on the ball, like yeah. give me some quick slants, give me some, I don't know, across over the field, over the middle kind of stuff. Don't make him throw these deep balls to Booby Curry. He can't hit them. Yeah. He hit one against NEU, and Jed was like, we're doing that every That's... play now. That's the one. <laughs> like, give the guy a chance. Work yeah. to his skill set a little bit. At least get him into some flow, too, in the game. 
you know, let's get some easy passes. Let's get some ball moving a little bit and then go for your down the fields. But they won. So we can't dog on them too much because they've won a game. So, you know, that's good. Were you happy after they won? Did you feel happiness? No, no I did not. No, I, I really didn't because I don't I didn't think they should have won. Like, you know what, though? An ugly win is still a win. That's, a, you know, everybody always says that an ugly win is still a win. And that was the ugliest win I've, I think I've ever seen. Agreed. One, definitely one of them. So, but I just, I just couldn't get, I couldn't, I didn't have that. Maybe because we haven't won in three years or whatever. I don't know how. <laughs> to celebrate a win maybe that's, maybe it. that's it so but i just didn't did you did no, you feel good i felt worse <laughs> okay i somehow I was... felt like i my initial reaction was man i feel bad for cal <laughs> it wasn't i feel great <laughs> oh. for my guys it was those those cal kids deserved a little bit better than this they did they did and but th- there's going to be an asterisk on this on this win because Cal was missing all their whole team and coaches. I mean, they were literally kudos to the kid, the kids that went out and played. I mean, yeah. they didn't get hardly any practice time. You know, they didn't even know they were going to even play until the Thursday before or whatever, because they thought they were going to have to forfeit the game. So, I mean, I got to give them some props. They held in close and, and literally should have won the game. Should have won the game. Do you remember, boy, this is probably what? 2016. 16 that's too far 2011 2011 2012 ish uh arizona had lost kurt warner they had lost Mm -hmm. edrin james they'd pretty much lost the team that took them to the playoffs two years in a row and they were back to being real real bad Derek anderson was their new starting quarterback he lasted Uh about a year and after that in came uh john skelton the big skeletor yeah yeah the cardinals were really bad for like a three-year stretch right there yeah. And yep. I remember mm-hmm. Chris, I think it was Christmas Eve. They were playing the Cowboys at home. They were probably like a three and 12 team at the time. Arizona was not okay. good. A, a stretch of bad teams again. Just really no hope. They beat Dallas on Christmas okay. Eve. Yeah. For no reason whatsoever. Dallas should have pummeled them. And I remember feeling like, yeah, that was fun. That was great. They went out and won a game. Like yeah. that feeling doesn't exist for me with this win at all. It feels more like I don't even know how to describe how this, bad it was that they won this game. I'm trying to come up with an analogy. And, it's it's like you needed to park your you needed a parking space at the mall during the Christmas rush. Yeah. Right? You need to get a you need to get a gift. It's December 23rd. The party is tomorrow. You've yep. procrastinated this long. The yep. mall is packed. You can't find a parking space anywhere. Right. So you know your ultimate goal is get a parking space. Right. So in order to do that, like you just sort of put your car in reverse and then just like let go of the wheel and push the <laughs> gas pedal. And then you end up, I mean, you've crushed 17 cars on your way and run right. over somebody. Yeah. You've yeah. ended up in a parking space. You did it. You're there. You're Congratulations. There. You've 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 accomplished the goal you set out to do. Do you feel good about having gotten there? And you know, the downfall on that is that you have a bunch of insurance claims that you have to pay and the downfall of this one of the win is you have to keep Jed Fish for another week. So, you know, there's your there's your difference. There or your similarity. Your similarity, sorry. The link. See, I don't have to worry about that because you know, with the Jeep, you can just park wherever you want anyway. Oh, that's right. Just park on a curb. I park in the mall. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm jumping curbs. I can climb it. 
for for those listeners who are under the age of uh, 25, a mall is <laughs> a it's like, large. It's like it's like Amazon, but if it was concrete. I've got a, a couple of friends who are, you know how you go through that phase where at first all your friends are getting married, so you go through yep. these years of attending marriages? Yeah, yeah. Or marriages? Mm-hmm. Who calls them marriages? <laughs> yeah, I attended a marriage over the weekend. Oh, man. I feel like I need to report you to somebody. It was an arra- Yeah, it was an arrangement. I went to a marriage this weekend. <laughs> it was lovely. It was beautiful. The bride looked stunning. <laughs> For a week afterwards, she still looked stunning. <laughs> Creepy. Um, weddings, you go through a phase where all of your friends have their own weddings, right? Everybody has weddings. And then you transition as you get a little bit older into a phase where all of your friends who had said weddings start having kids. Yep. Mm hmm. Yep. Uh, I've got a couple of those friends in that phase right now. And and one of them in particular was telling me how uh, he's reading a lot of parenting books right now to sort of get prepared. Sure. And I, I recall when I, before Posey was born, reading like one parenting book and being like, this is too hard. This is too much work. I read four pages of one. Yeah. And I shut it and I was like, dude, I told Chelsea, I was, she's, you know, she was pretty pregnant at the time. And I was like, if we do everything in this book, we will go bankrupt (laughs) and we will go out of our minds. She's like, I've only asked you to read one book. I was like, I got it through four pages. That's, that's my deal. It's like you have to buy like all the stuff and all the things and all. I was like, man, come on. Yeah, I'm not in this to do work or to have a financial implication. (laughs) So I had a kid. (laughs) Right. (laughs) What I realized instead was it was much easier just to uh, get my parenting advice from film. Yeah. Uh, In particular, Mm -hmm. the obvious way to go is to go to uh, Disney films. Sure. Yeah. I mean, they have, for the most part, they have. kids and i guess they're kids princesses kids children yeah, yeah princesses and kids and chill yeah, yeah. and you kind of learn for, for the most part you learn what not to do from these films right like the parents are not the pinnacle or the paragon of parenting acumen in these films for the most part there's typically not very many disney films and i don't even know if there are any disney films in which the parents are the good guys so i guess that would make sense star wars Anakin Skywalker's the good guy, right? He only cuts off his son's hand once. Well, and yeah, his dad, you know, blew up a planet in front of his daughter. Tomato tomato to planet, it's fine. Killed probably millions of people. Sure. But that's, you know, whatever. Besides the point. He also could pick people up with, like, just his hands and squeeze their windpipes, so that's pretty cool. That was just cool. That was just good parenting. You know, if your dad could do that, that that would you would show that off at a birthday party. Of course you would. You'd pick so. the weakest child at the birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> he gave me books for my birthday. <laughs> he gave me parenting books. <laughs> what an idiot. Crushes windpipe, dad. <laughs> so given now that we have ourselves reached the zenith of parenting ability, like we don't need mm-hmm. books. We don't need anybody to tell us what to do we've pretty much figured it out completely and utterly yeah Yeah. so an idea that you had was 
you know, these these old films that we used to watch to try to glean parenting information. Now is the time for us as the alpha fathers to go back to those films and provide what should have happened. Give the advice to the parents in the movies to let them know how they should have responded to the situations. Yes. That, that, yes. That's what I'm getting at. Like, okay, here, your kid is doing this. Here's what the dad should have done. Yeah. I think, I think this is a lovely idea. I think it's necessary. I think these dads have had it too easy for way too long. Way too easy, way too long. Nobody calls them out. The other thing is that these dads, I, I also understand that there's going to be people like, but not all of them have dads. That's true. And we, we and you know we can we're going to do the hypothetical like in those instances. We're not going to get tackle all of them tonight. But you know, like, hey, if their dad was alive, if their dad was active in their life, this is what they should. What I would have done if I was their dad. Sure. The right answer. The yeah. objectively right answer. Yes. So Brody. Uh, yeah. As is our our penchant, because we've got daughters and we have been steeped in the mystique and the worlds of Disney film for so long, yeah, uh, the the easiest sure. route to go here is to stick with our our tried and true Disney princess mechanism. I, I think that that's a good start because if it's been like your house, I've been just inundated with princess life. Oh yeah, lately it's been everything is princess, everything is pink, everything is princess that you can possibly imagine so that being the case here's here's what i'm going to posit to you i want you to fix uh a disney princess's life by giving the correct parenting advice to her dad (laughs) and i'm going to start off there's like you said there's only a handful where the dads are even in existence so So we're gonna we're gonna wipe through that that pot of of material pretty quickly here so uh we're gonna start with our our joint favorite and the best, uh-huh. and the one who would have won the Hunger Games, uh, Rapunzel's dad. <laughs> Rapunzel's dad. Rapunzel's dad. And and that is very true. Rapunzel is my favorite Disney princess. I mean, you know, so I do have to concede that. So in the in the tale of Rapunzel, the dad, um, you know, the baby gets kidnapped by this evil uh, lady, locks her up in a tower. You know, makes her sing, does all those that stuff. Um, what are the parents doing during this whole time? They're the king and queen of this entire landscape. You, first and foremost, I'm going to not take a dad aspect. I'm going to take a leader aspect. And you don't know that there's a giant, like, tower in the middle of your kingdom? Like, how, how do you not know your landscape of your land? Like, hey, have you guys ever checked out the abandoned giant tower? Has anybody gone through there this century? I don't know. Maybe we should go check in on it. Who built it? His guys had to have built it, right? That old woman did not build that tower by herself. You do you do a modicum of investigation and follow one of the rivers that goes into a gigantic waterfall, and you find that the tower is so large it peeks out over the top of... The, I mean, the crevice that it lives within. I would have thought that at some point he lights every year. They light the lantern, right? That goes, you know, that they that floats up to the top. Like, I would have thought, hey, you know what? Let's put like ten thousand of these things together and just put me in a chair, and I'm just gonna go up to the aerial and start getting an aerial view of these things. Like day three, I'm doing that. You know, not eighteen years of sitting in your tower sir now 
I can't think of, you know, like as a father, a more devastating feeling than losing a child. That's got to be just, you, you know, like physically, like they're gone. Like that's got to be horrible. And so he, you know, he's very heartbroken and I totally get that. But like, wouldn't you stop at nothing to find answers? Like you, no matter what, you would do whatever it took to find answers, right? That's what I feel like Rapunzel's dad comes up short. The, the last scene where they actually meet back up with Rapunzel, I'm fairly right. confident in that scene the mom is sitting in a chair reading a book. Yeah, how could you even possibly... How, how is that... Like, is there just a lot of leisure time at your disposal right now? I, I mean, I guess. I guess they must have just given up, right? Like, they just gave up. But they gave... It feels like, it feels like they gave up awfully quick. My advice to the dad is, like, you can't give up man like how have you not invented hot air balloons but you have that's just... the thing right is you've literally invented hot air balloons make you've one got big stuff. enough for a person yeah like you've got like 10,000 peasants like just start sending them up in the air right at your disposal I don't know that is actually the right answer, right? Is you have the technology for hot air balloons, so utilize it. Utilize your skills. Utilize your resources. That's where I'm at. Actually, the first step that I'm doing is I'm firing your head of security. Okay, because who allows an old woman to jump into the bed of your child? That yeah. person has to be beheaded or something, right? They probably did that off screen, right? Oh, they, that there's was an probably a thing. bloodshed of the guard at that point. <laughs> that didn't make it entangled. <laughs> that that scene was cut on the producer's floor. Let me hit you with this. If you're the dad and you know that your wife is producing children with magical properties <laughs> and one of them has already been stolen and you want to get her back, like what is what does a thief want more than anything, right? They want to keep thieving. They want right. to. They want more of whatever they've already found that's working. Like you're never satisfied. They're gonna come back. They always return to the scene of the crime. Exactly. So what you have to do if you're the dad is you need to have another kid, and you need to use that child as bait <laughs> to catch the old woman thief. Even if the child comes out and it doesn't have any magical properties, you gotta pretend like it does, right? Dye its hair blonde sing to it and like get a flashlight and stick it up under their hair while you're singing just one of these things you know flower fleeman glow let your power shine and then you just She's wait that woman yeah. is coming back yes. and then you capture her, you find both kids and now you've got one that's probably a little less of a favorite because like you had him to make him bait but you just don't <laughs> tell him that <laughs> that is the right answer good job that's that's that is true, or uh, you know like, and there's a you know there's a chance you'll have another magic kid, and yeah, then you maybe have you two just magic forget kids. the first one, and then that. maybe that's it too. You hey, we replaced magic kid with other magic kid. This magic kid is way more magic too. Like that other one did some cool stuff where like you could heal and whatever, but like this one can make like any drink cold. Can you imagine? <laughs> The capabilities. Well, but think, though, I don't know if magic is genetic because Rapunzel is related to our frozen friends, and one of them has powers and Ooh. one of them is not. Speaking of the younger one does not. Cold. That's right. So how come you're not phoning that family? Yeah, if you've, dude, got, come access, on, man. If you've got access to them... Call your cousin and be like, dude, we're missing a child. Can you freeze some stuff? Can like, you just come make everything super cold until this witch has to come out and get some firewood? Yeah. See? 
Phoning a friend? It's okay. It's okay, dads, to reach out. That's what I'm trying to say. It's okay, dads, to reach out for <laughs> yeah. advice. Get Call your fellow dads that have children that can freeze things mm-hmm. and utilize those powers to your benefit. You, All of us know someone who's got a child who's got weird psychic mutant power, right? Yeah. Like, don't be afraid to swallow your pride a little bit be like, hey, I let my child get abducted by a weird witch woman, then I beheaded the entire guard that was supposed to help them out, and I've been reading books lately, so I'm pretty bored. Can you just come freeze the land so we can figure this out? This is not hard. I'm out of books. I'm out of books. I'm out of books. I'm out of time. I, the hot air balloon thing is decades away from being invented. We've made we've, some good progress, but it's just it, we lost a couple guy, a couple of good, good, brave soldiers. When the the balloons just lit on fire in the air. What do you have for us for, for, gosh, do I even call it Victory Week? It feels hollow to call it Victory Week. It's Victory, it is, you know. You know what it is, though? You know what it is Victory Week for, though? Arizona Wildcat basketball really, yeah, really did seem to, I mean, when you go in and beat up on a lesser team, you you don't put too much stock in it, but we just haven't done that kind of thing in a while, yeah. and it felt good to see them on the court playing up-tempo, share-the-ball, point-guard-driven basketball. yeah. yeah. They looked they looked really sharp and Tommy Lloyd got another big recruit too. Seven foot or four star recruit out of Perry High School. I didn't see that. That's good. Yeah. Last week his first signing of twenty twenty two. He was recruited at Gonzaga by Tommy Lloyd, and so he followed him to Arizona. Basically just said, I'm going where you're going. Welcome. Anytime you can get a seven footer out of high school, you gotta take that. Yeah, so. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for Arizona basketball to maybe have a shot at playing in a tournament too. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Are they are they still imposed? Word still yeah. still not out on that yet. But no news is good news, so yeah, we'll see. We got a win there. We got a seven and three Suns team. We got eight and one Cardinals after winning with Colt McCoy. Yeah. So yeah, you know what? I'm calling this victory week. Yeah, it's victory week. The car the Coyotes won their first game on no Saturday. Way! One eleven and one. Let's go. <laughs> they have three points through thirteen games. Only up from uh, here. Yeah, but the how about the Cardinals though, man? Love I mean, them. you got to do what you got to do against. I mean, it's San Francisco, right? They're not a great team, but they're a divisional opponent away. You got and you beat them with your backup quarterback. You're you have a beat up defensive line. Uh, you lose your star running back first play of the game. You are down your top one and two receivers. So I mean, this is a trap game, and they came out and blew them out of the water. Did a really great job. Yeah. That's, and, there's there's no g- such thing as a gimme in the NFL. No, no, there is none. And and I think it's a it's a it's a blessing in disguise because it shows that we can win with our second stringers. And now we've got a week of these guys getting healthy, and we didn't lose a week. Yep. You know, so ho- hopefully Kyler Murray can come back feeling healthy. Hopkins can come back feeling healthy. We're gonna get AJ Green back. Um. So so hopefully hopefully Chase Edmonds. Ankle sprain's not as bad. I'm hearing that he's going to be out again this week, but it'd be okay. Um, Eno looked okay. You got James Conner, who's the top scorer in the NFL right now, which is yeah. wild. 
He played he played incredible. So I'd almost like to see a couple of those guys take another week. You got Carolina. Mm. You're eight and one. The Rams lost last weekend, so you've got a game to give. Get healthy. Yeah. And the Rams got a lot better. Oh uh, yep. So they got OBJ and uh Vaughn Miller. Vaughn Miller. So they got they got they got better. So uh you're gonna have a tough game tough game against them in a few weeks. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid Seattle anymore. Got, no, and Seattle got Russell Wilson back, or they're very, very close. So they're gonna be tough too. They're always tough to play. But yeah. um, but but you're the best team in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Team should be afraid of you. It's it's an opposite effect, one that we're not used to. But that doesn't happen to Arizona sports. What is this? Victory week. Week victory week. Season three, episode three, victory week. The victory is of victor victory week. The What's most th- victorious of all the weeks. <laughs> What's the what number you got for us? Um, I don't have one. Sweet. Thanks everybody so... for listening to the Brody and Mo In Law Show. If you can find us on Space Hay, I'll give you two hundred dollars. <laughs> don't have. Uh, let's go with thirty-two. What? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. 32. That is the number of points I'm projected to lose this week <laughs> in my fantasy football team. 32 and I'm I'm I am third from last in our league. So Wait, where's Phil? Is he second from last? Phil Phil, Phil is is not second from last. Oh. He is he is at the bottom of the barrel. He is oh, dead no, last. Phil. <laughs> Phil. Oh no, I gave you the benefit of the doubt. I know. Uh, yeah, Phil's having a rough season. He's having a rough go of it, but you know. Um he and I played each other last week and uh Ooh, I saw that screenshot. Those scores it were was, not good from either. <laughs> that was Arizona Cal in fantasy it was football. The, it was if 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 Cal and Arizona were a fantasy football game, it was me versus Phil in fantasy football <laughs> this week. It was rough. It was really bad. So, I'm gonna go with 32. All right, all right, let's do it. And out of it, what do you want to do? And out of it, and five. And out of it, and five dollar in here. Out of it, and now ten. At ten dollar in here. Out of it, at ten. Out of it, at fifteen. At fifteen dollar in here. Out of it, at fifteen. Out of it, at now twenty. And out of it, at twenty. Twenty-five. Here, out of it, at twenty-five and thirty. At thirty dollar in here. Out of it, at thirty-one. Here, out of it, at thirty-one. Thirty-two. At thirty-one. Thirty-two. Two. Two. I'm checking my score here. Out of it, at thirty-two. Two. Might be up here. Out of it, at thirty-two. Out of it, at thirty-two. Nope. Still thirty-two. At thirty-two. Thirty-three. Here, out of it, at thirty-three. Out of it, at thirty-three. Sold it. 32, 32, sold it. 32. I'm going to lose this week, unfortunately. Losing during Victory Week. It's on. It's on american <laughs> It really is. I spoiled Victory Week. <laughs> Everybody, thanks for listening to the Brody and Mo In-Law Show. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at In-Law Show, or you can email us at bmils2020 at gmail.com. You can also find us on Space Hay, whatever that is is space hey so first person to find us and contact me on space hey gets to be the guest host i feel like that's more of a a negative repercussion than it is a a reward but there you go but you you won't know unless you unless you find out give it a shot find us on space hey everybody (laughs) right thanks for listening everybody we'll see you next time bye guys bye